Hello and welcome back to the Speak Up Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Lively, teenage reporter for Sports Illustrated Kids and writer for MLB.com. I hope everyone enjoyed the World Baseball Classic as much as I did. Trout versus Otani, what the entire baseball world wanted to see for the championship ending was amazing. I'm so grateful to have had the incredible opportunity to cover the semifinal games and the championship game in person in Miami and interview some of the world's best. If you are interested in seeing all my interview videos, check out my podcast Instagram, which is at speakupsports underscore podcast. This week's episode will feature interviews from all three games, plus some recaps of what went down in those games. My first conversation is with Team USA outfielder and Baltimore Orioles all-star center fielder Cedric Mullins before their semifinal matchup against Cuba. This is an episode baseball fans won't want to miss, so please share it with others and subscribe. It's time for the WBC episode of the podcast, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. So I'm joined live with Cedric Mullins. Cedric, can we first start with, can you talk about the impact that putting on the Team USA jersey has had for you and being able to be surrounded by so many all-stars and MVPs throughout the last few weeks? Yeah, it's, it's been an amazing experience to be able to wear the jersey representing the USA. It's, it does a great honor. It's something not you know, we take for granted. You know, I go out there every day, you know, cheer for these guys and I'm going to make up. I hope you all liked hearing from Cedric Mullins about what it's like getting to play with Mike Trout. Next, I talked with Team USA pitcher and Milwaukee Brewers player Devin Williams about the significance of putting on the Team USA jersey. Take a listen. Best that they have, and they have the best, the 
best possible players that we can put together, you know, uh, and just grind it out to see who's the best. It's the only time you get to do it. Now that's awesome. Now you guys have been together for a week or so now. Can you talk about one player or a few players that you've enjoyed getting to hang out with, play alongside that maybe you haven't been able to prior? Uh, and guys like Kobe Bats, Tim Anderson, Ryan Presley, and I've been talking his ear off and trying to learn as much from him as I can. So, you know, just taking it in and trying to pull little things from all the great players. And speaking of all the great players, last night you could see the Team USA dugout absolutely abrupt when Trey hit that grand slam. But can you talk about sort of what the environment was like the entire game with Venezuela and sort of what you expect for tonight's game as well? I mean, it was, it was intense from the first pitch, you know. Um, it was like with every strike call, just the stands around every time there was a strike call. You don't, you don't get that experience, you know, in the regular season. So it was, it was really cool to see, you know, be a part of. You can feel the energy and the fans just, you know, provide so much to see in that type of environment. It's easy to play. Awesome. And lastly, to the young version of yourself, talk about what it means to you and your family to sort of have the opportunity to represent your country and to see sort of your dream continue to come true throughout the major leagues, but now at this level as well. I can't really say that I ever pictured myself in this situation, but you know, I've persevered through a lot and you know, just continued to work. And I ended up here, you know, and I think it's just kind of the precedent that you work for something, you know, you can achieve whatever you want. My final conversation prior to the first semifinal game is with 2017 hero from Team USA, Adam Jones. Everyone probably remembers him robbing Manny Machado's home run, which helped the U.S. eventually capture their first and only WBC title. Here's what he had to say about that moment and this year's WBC. <laughs> Plus, he even joked about holding my selfie stick in the interview. Uh, 
scenarios. That's, that's what they told about. And last night, Trey Young. Trey Turner. Trey Turner. Trey Turner. Everybody in the Grand Slam. Biggest moment. And he said it. That's, that's one of the biggest moments of his career. The guys played some of the most meaningful games that you can play. Same for me. That's one of the most memorable catches that I'll ever have because of the scenario. And that, you can't match that. You talked about the importance of that situation. Uh, for you, did you expect any reaction that sort of occurred after the fact? Uh, well, yeah, I did. I mean, I made a fantastic catch. They better have cheered. Are you crazy? It was a great catch. They better have cheered that. I was in, I was in San Diego. I was at my hometown. So they better have cheered that, of course. But I didn't, I didn't think it was going to garner six years of notoriety. But, I mean, hopefully it goes down and people continue to remember it and other plays add on to it for the WBC. Well, we want to show that we have just as much passion for, for baseball as we do for football. We know that football is the environment right now in America, but baseball is just as big. And again, around the world, in this tonight, it's going to be incredible with the passion that the Cuban fans are going to show. But the American fans come here, so it's just as much passion with the limited capacity that we're going to have. We're not going to be as many people, but we're going to try and bring as much energy. And that's what we want to do. We want to show these kids that you can do anything. This is America, and anything is possible. Well, atmosphere is really fun for yeah. sure. Thank you so much oh, for your hurts. time. Oh, I need a train. <laughs>went on to dominate in their semifinal matchup in front of a sellout crowd in Miami, winning 14-2, highlighted by Trey Turner's two-homer, four-RBI game, which at the time tied him with the most RBI for a Team USA player in a WBC, tied with Team USA coach Ken Griffey Jr. He later went on to pass that in the championship. After the game, I was able to talk with Team USA catcher Will Smith about his team's performance. Here it is. All right, Will, can you sort of talk about what this environment was like and how you guys really got off to a fast start and sort of continued that throughout the rest of the game? Yeah, I mean, you know, the last two nights have been awesome. Um, you know, all, the whole crowd's into it. It's probably the loudest stadium I've ever been to uh, in these games. Um, you know, it's been, it's been incredible to, you know, be a part of it tonight. Uh, we got a big win, but uh, no, it's just been a whole lot of fun, you know, playing here in front of these fans uh, in this environment. And you had some really nice outings from your pitchers today. How are you hoping to use that momentum to sort of help your team in the championship game as you guys have a lot more opportunities to have all those bullpen guys? Yeah, uh, you know, Adam and Miles were awesome tonight. Um, and, then, and then Luke coming in. Um, so, you know, they, they really dominate. They set the tone tonight. Uh, they just attacked, you know, gotten great counts, uh, put guys away. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, we got, we got a bunch of good pitchers. Bullpen's been great this whole time. Uh, so we'll be ready for the championship, whether it's Mexico or Japan. Thank you for your time. Now, on to the second semifinal game between Mexico and Japan. 
Before this matchup, I was able to talk with Alex Verdugo, Team Mexico outfielder and Boston Red Sox player, about the significance of playing for his country. Check it out. All right, I'm joined live here with Alex Verdugo. Alex, can you first start with talking about what it's like for you to get to represent Team Mexico? I know this is your second WBC, but what has this round sort of been like for you? Yeah, this has been amazing. I mean, obviously, last WBC, we didn't get out of the first round. So uh, for us to come out, win our first, win the, you know, be first place in the first pool and to come out here and, and beat Puerto Rico and advance to the semifinals is just it's been incredible. Um, you know, the group of guys that we have for Team Mexico are, are amazing. You would think that we've been playing for a really long time uh, with each other, so the chemistry is great, and it's just one of those things that, you know, this is this is just extremely fun. And you mentioned the growth going from getting out in the first round to now making it to the semifinal for the first time for Team Mexico, but you guys already upset Team USA. Now you have the big matchup against Team Japan tonight. What is it like for you? I know I saw you talking a little bit with Otani, but what do you think this environment, this atmosphere, and this matchup is going to be like tonight? Yeah, I think I think every game has kind of brought a different atmosphere, and it's all been electric. Um, you know, I'm hoping that we're having a little bit more Mexican fans and a little bit more cheering for us than it is Japan, but either way, I'm expecting both fan bases to bring it, the energy to be high all game, and, uh, you know, it's going to be electric. And lastly, for you, you know, think back in time a little bit to 10-year-old Alex Verdugo. What would you say to that little kid who's now getting to represent his country on the biggest stage and getting to play alongside other people like him? Oh, I mean, I just really just enjoy it. You know, just enjoy this process, enjoy growing up, enjoy playing baseball. And, you know, I, I got I got baseball to thank for a lot of things. And, you know, um, it's, it's given me a lot of blessings in my life. And, you know, it's just... There's nothing better than coming out here and playing baseball, man. It's, it, this is what we call work, job, and, you know, truly blessed to say that. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Another Team Mexico player I talked with pregame was New York Mets pitcher Tyjon Walker. Hear what he has to say about this experience. I'm joined live with Tyshawn Walker. Tyshawn, can you first talk about, sort of encapsulate what this experience playing for Team Mexico has been like for you? Uh, it's been fun. It's been electric. Uh, the passion the, the fans are bringing right now, the love for the game, is, uh, it's been exciting. What are you most looking forward to about this matchup between Team USA later in tomorrow, but also like the matchup that you have tonight against Team Japan? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be fun. Japan's a really, really good team. I think they're the favorite to win the whole thing. Um, but we have a really good team, too. So um, I think we'll go out there and uh, we'll play, play our game uh, the way we can play it. Yeah, talking about Team USA, because you guys had that matchup against them. You beat them. How do you sort of hope to take all the energy throughout the games that you've had to help you tonight against Japan? Yeah, uh, I think it starts with our fans, honestly. Uh, we're never out of it. Uh, we'll go down. We went down against Puerto Rico, and we came back. And, you know, it's a, it's, a long, uh, it's a long game, nine innings, and uh, – in it every single out. And lastly, to the little kids, you're, you, what does it mean to you, sort of put in perspective to you and your family, that you get to play on the biggest stage for your country tonight? Oh, it means everything. Um, you know, my grandma passed away when I was younger, uh, so for me to represent her and um, that side of my family is really special to me. Thank you for your time.
My last conversation before this game was with retired New York Yankees pitcher CeCe Sabathia. Listen to what he has to say about getting to watch some of the world's greatest baseball players compete on a world stage. All right, I'm joined live here with CeCe Sabathia. CeCe, I'm sure you've watched a lot of these games so far. Electric environment last night. What are you expecting from tonight's game with Team Japan and Team Mexico? No, just more of the same. I mean, these games have had a lot of emotion, a lot of passion. Watching Team USA last night um, was just amazing, watching from TV. So being able to be here tonight in the building, um, I'm excited. So I'm looking forward to tonight. And you obviously had a long career with the Yankees. You know that a lot of MLB players are sort of participating in this. What do you think it means to them to be able to represent their country apart from playing in Major League Baseball? No, I mean, I think you see it. They turn into little kids again. I mean, everybody, every time they score a run, somebody's running out on the field and jumping around and doing everything. So it's, you know, it just makes for a lot of fun and a lot of emotion. And you see that these guys really love going for their culture. Yeah, and you saw it during batting practice, the crazy environment, just Shohei Otani hitting. What did you enjoy about that? Were you able to talk with him at all? Sort of take me through that. Yeah, no, watching the Otani hit and, you know, everybody, you got to stand in ovation to a BP. I mean, he hit a ball off the, the jumbo trial up here. Um, so, you know, for me, just one of the best players, you know, that I've ever seen play. So getting to watch him tonight uh, for his country is going to be a lot of fun. All right, and last but not least, you saw Team USA dominant win to make it to the final tomorrow. What do you think they need to do to try to repeat as champions? I think just have pitching healthy. You know, I think um, that's, that's going to be the biggest key. We know they can score runs, but it's just about, you know, putting on zeros. Thank you for your time. Unlike the first semifinal, this game was as close as it gets. Luis Urias hit a three-run home run in the fourth to give Team Mexico the early lead that they maintained until the seventh, also thanks to Randy Arozarena robbing a home run and saving a few other extra base hits. In front of a sellout crowd, Team Japan's Matasaka Yoshida blasted a three-run homer to even up the ballgame in the seventh. After Verdugo gave Mexico the one-run lead with a solo blast in the eighth, Team Japan's Munotaka Murakami had a walk-off two-run double to punch Japan's ticket to the championship game. It's hard to explain what the environment was like after this hit, but one word comes to mind. Absolutely electric. I was able to talk with 2006 and 2009 WBC MVP from Team Japan, Daisuke Matsuka after Japan's walk-off victory. Here's what he had to say about his favorite part about seeing Japan play in Miami. Okay, so can you first talk about what you enjoyed about being here tonight in this environment with Team Japan playing, fighting for their lives and walking it off? <laughs> What was your favorite part of this environment in Miami compared to when you played in WBC games? WBC, 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 WBC,
すごくあの盛り上がっている印象ですね。はい。ファンズファンズマイアミソイントゥザゲームソイントゥザダブルビーシーベイエクサイデ Awesome. And lastly, we have Shohei Otani, a once in a generation talent. Can you talk about how you think he's going to help lead Team Japan versus Team USA tomorrow night in the championship game? In Japan, we have a lot of people who are going to be able to do this. But in the American Senate, we have a lot of まあ、今日の試合同様に、打席に立っててもそうですし、ベンチでもすごくこうチームを盛り上げて、いい雰囲気にしているので、あの明日も同じようにこうチームにいい,いい影響を与えてくれる、プレーをしてくれると思います。I bet you know, he'll do a lot of success for tomorrow. And even if he's not on the field, in the, in the dugout, he leads the team and he makes the you know, team so much better just being there. Okay, awesome. Now, on to the championship the matchup so many people were waiting for Team USA versus Team Japan. Before the game started, I was able to talk with former WBC manager and retired New York Yankees manager Joe Torre about how special the World Baseball Classic truly is. Take a listen. Here we are. Okay. All right, I'm joined live at the final with Joe Torre. Joe, first, can you talk about from watching the games what you've enjoyed about? The specialness about the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, you know, the, this game, I, I don't think you play this game. I think you live this game. And, and you know, when these players, and I know I experienced it back in、uh, 2013, I managed. And when you put that uniform on and you look down at it, you know, it says USA, you know, or Japan or Mexico. It, it's, it, it just ratchets up the, the pride factor. and And you just go out there and give everything you have. And as a baseball person, I've always admired that. And you talked about managing in the 2013 WBC. What was your favorite moment from that entire experience for you? Well, just when we did win, we, you know, we got through the first round, and, and the players, and I, and I remember Braun grabbing the American flag and wrapping it around his shoulders. And it, it was just a pride,、uh, it was a pride time for these players. And they couldn't wait till we got to the next,、uh, the next round. And, and, you know, we got knocked out, but、uh, I, I would always respect the effort they gave me. Yeah, and last but not least, as you know, obviously, the WBCs continue to grow so much. Tonight, it comes to the pivotal end with Team Japan versus Team USA. Lots of talented players highlighted by Trout and Otani, who are teammates. What are you most looking forward to about this game, and what do you think this? Environment is going to be like for these players and teams. Well, Anna, the only thing I can tell you is I hope somebody, I hope one of these teams win. I don't want the one team to lose. In other、yeah. words, I want one team to be better than the other without the benefit of the, you know, errors on the other side. I, I, I just love the game of baseball. 
I mean, I'm, I'm not really rooting for anybody. I'm rooting for the game that it continues to make us proud. Thank you so much for your time. My next conversation before this final game was with Team USA outfielder and Philadelphia Phillies player Kyle Schwarber about what he was hoping this game would be like. Besides taking home the gold, I think it lived up to it. All right, I'm joined live here with Kyle Schwarber. Kyle, can you talk about what you're most looking forward to about this matchup tonight? I know there's lots of different teammates on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, I think that the important thing is that we came here to win, and uh, you know, this is why we play. And to be in the championship game, and obviously we've got a great opponent on the other side, and get to see different kind of styles of baseball. So uh, that's what we're looking forward to. But hopefully, you know, at the end of the, the, this game, we're walking away with the goal. And lastly, what does it mean to you to be able to represent your country, put on the Team USA uniform to the little Kyle Schwarber that dreamed of this one day? Yeah, you know, it means a lot to me. Um, you know, my family, you know, had service members. So, uh, you know, a lot of this for them. And, uh, you know, that we're, we're very fortunate to be able to do what we get to do and, and get to recognize them as well. My final interview before this championship game was with Team USA player and New York Mets infielder Jeff McNeil talking about how he hopes to make an impact for the next generation. Join with Jeff McNeil. Jeff, can you talk about how you hope to make an impact as you're representing Team USA? As the, the next generation is getting to watch you guys play on the biggest stage. Uh, yeah, we just want to be a uh, you know good role model for them. Um, you know some of the best players in the world, so uh, you know they're out there you know wanting to be like us. Um, you know I remember being a kid once, and uh, you know I wanted to be you know out here with these guys and playing like these guys. So uh, just want to be a uh, you know good role model for them. Thank you. This championship game did not disappoint. After an amazing pregame ceremony featuring team captains Mike Trout and Shohei Otani holding their team flags as they led their teams onto the field in front of another sellout crowd of more than 36,000 fans, the game was going to get underway. Trey Turner, continuing to do Trey-like things, led off the scoring with a solo blast in the second inning, his fifth home run in the WBC, which tied the record for the most home runs in a single WBC tournament. Murakami answered with his own solo shot in the bottom of the second, and Japan added to their lead in the next few innings. After six, Japan led 3-1. to one. Now, it's important to mention that while Shohei Otani was DHing for Japan in the game, in between innings, he went to and from the bullpen to start warming up for when he might come in to pitch. Team USA cut the lead in half with Kyle Schwarber's second-deck monster shot in the eighth inning, and after eight frames, Japan had a one-run lead. And in came the greatest talent I have ever seen in my entire life, Shohei Otani. Before he came in for Japan, this was his first relief appearance since 2016, but that didn't phase him. After walking the first batter and getting Mookie Betts to hit into a double play, the matchup we had all been waiting for. Trout versus Otani. Goat versus Goat. Teammate versus Teammate. 
It was here, and there couldn't be more on the line. On a 3-2 count, Otani struck out Trout with a nasty slider to give Japan their third WBC title and the first one in undefeated fashion. When I asked Shohei what it was like to be a role model for so many young baseball fans throughout the entire world and what his message was, he said, quote, To the next generation, I hope they want to play baseball and have fun. <laughs> well, the entire 2023 World Baseball Classic Tournament was definitely filled with a lot of fun. Even though Team USA didn't take home the trophy, 10-time Gold Glove third baseman from Team USA and St. Louis Cardinals infielder, Nolan Arenado talked about what he is going to take away from these few weeks. Nolan, I know it didn't end up the way you wanted to, but you were able to compete against teammates throughout the entire WBC. What are you most excited about to take away from this experience into the regular season? Well, obviously, uh, um, you know, obviously the environment was wild, but, uh, you know, I feel like I played well. I felt good. So, just try to carry those good feelings into the season. Um, got a few days, obviously, still before opening day, but just try to carry those good feelings, and uh, it'll all be good. Another conversation I had after the WBC finale was with Team USA pitcher and Colorado Rockies player Daniel Bard. Hear what he had to say about this entire experience and what it was like for his kids to get to see him represent the United States of America. I'm joined live with Bard as well. Alongside his little boys, Mark, can you first talk about what it means to you to get to be here representing your country, but also for your children to get to see you play? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've worn the USA jersey before, but never with kids, and um, I wanted to be able to do this, uh, share it with them, and, and get them, you know, on the field here. We didn't we didn't pull it out tonight, but I think we played played pretty well. Yeah, they, they um, look like they're having fun. Yeah, it, it's, it's been a, a surreal experience to be a part of this roster and um, I didn't perform the, how I wanted to, but um, hopefully it didn't hurt us too bad. You know, we were still in a good position to win this whole thing and um, wouldn't trade this experience for anything. What's going to be your biggest takeaway from the past week and a half getting to play with so many other MVPs and All-Stars throughout this time before you head to the regular season? Hey, it reminds you that all these guys that we've battle against all year are just real people too and they have families and you know um hopefully they don't you know think of me as too soft or anything when they face me but uh no it's, it's been so cool to take guys who are my enemies during the year and and really become friends with them so um and there's and there's so many good players in this tournament it's just been uh really cool just baseball experience for me and lastly to the next generation of baseball players in the u.s looking up to you guys what would you want to say to them, knowing that you were one time in their place as well? I mean, I think, you know, it's about playing hard and playing to win. And that's that's what this tournament's all about. I mean, it's world-class talent, but everybody's here to win. Like, it's not just a showcase. It's not just, hey, look, we got good players on the team. It's It was 30 guys coming together to try to win a tournament. And uh, we played hard, and guys played their hearts out. And, didn't work out, but I think everybody here had a, had a memorable experience. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you.
My next conversation is with Team USA shortstop and one of the superstars from this year's World Baseball Classic, Trey Turner. Trey forever etched his name in the WBC record books. Check out what he had to say about how this environment compared to the World Series and lots more. I'm joined live with Trey Turner. Trey, you had an incredible last couple of games, has as many home runs as ever hit in a single WBC. What do you think your biggest takeaway is going to be from this entire experience playing for your country? It's a lot of fun. I'd do it again. Uh, hopefully in three or four years, whenever the next one is, I get a chance to do it again because I know we had a lot of fun in that clubhouse and we enjoyed it. And, uh, we wish we could have won, obviously, but uh, it's really fun, really good games, a lot of good baseball and a good way to prepare for the year season. How would you say this environment with the WBC compared to that of the World Series, which you competed in? Uh, it's pretty similar. It's a little, a little different, but it's, uh, the energy is the same. It's just really loud and um, just from the first pitch, so it's, it's pretty electric in here. And for your son, you get you got to have him here with your family, get to see you play, support you. What is it like for you getting to be a dad, getting to see him, and knowing that you were once a little kid dreaming of this opportunity? Yeah, I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping he remembers remembers a little bit of it. Um, probably still a little too young, but uh, I'm trying to get him interested in baseball, and this is you know a perfect place to do that. So hopefully he uh, remembers this and uh, starts wanting to hit a little bit more. Awesome, thank you. finish off the player interviews, I had the chance to talk with WBC champion from Team Japan and St. Louis Cardinals player Lars Newbar. I asked him what the final out was like, being able to represent his mom's country, and more. Here it is. All right, I'm joined live with Lars. Lars, the game of the century, maybe. Let's yeah. call it, all right? You got to play against many of your St. Louis Cardinals teammates. Has it anything sunk in yet? What went through your mind against that Shohei Otani versus Mike Trout last at-bat to yeah. clinch it? Yeah, I mean, you kind of knew that that was how it was going to end up. 3-2 count, ninth inning, Shohei on the mound, Mike Trout at late. It doesn't get any better than that. I mean, what a game. Emotions were going crazy. I mean, it is unbelievable. What's going to be your biggest takeaway getting to represent your country with your mom and your family, getting to see you win this title? Yeah, I think I think you, you nailed it on the head. Being able to represent this and do this for my mom, she's done so much for me that I owe everything to her. And lastly, to the next generation looking up to you guys, what do you want to say to them about seeing the growth of baseball continue to grow at the highest level? Yeah, I mean, I think WBC this year was a great example of it. You know, you had the biggest stars. Obviously, you look at that, that team, you know, they're the biggest stars and they're willing to compete in March. And so um, in terms of growing the game, you know, Benji Gill, the manager of Mexico, said last night, you know, baseball won. And I think baseball won tonight again. Thank you so much for your time. To finish off this special edition of the Speak Up Sports podcast, my final interview from covering the 2023 World Baseball Classic is with Team USA manager Mark DeRosa. I really enjoyed getting to talk with him about what this entire journey was like, including him being interviewed instead of interviewing others. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode and please share it with others. Without further ado, here's my final conversation from the WBC with Mark DeRosa.
All right, I'm joined live with Team USA manager Mark DeRosa. Now, Mark, I know the outcome wasn't what you were hoping for, but can you sort of reflect and talk about your first time managing, getting to manage arguably the greatest lineup ever put together yeah. for baseball? What do you think your biggest points that you're going to remember the most from this entire experience are going to be? Um, I think for me, number one, my number one goal when I came into this was trying to create like a team. I think sometimes when guys come together, there's this feeling out process and they want to impress each other because all they see is the highlights of them being great all the time. And I wanted to create this where everyone just started to relax and kind of assume roles and have fun. And I think we accomplished that. So that's, that's one of the things I'm most proud of. Um, I'll take so many memories of, of rubbing elbows and watching these guys work, the greatest players in the world, like get after it, how hard they work, how much time they put into it. Um, I'll take away Trey Turner's grand slam. It's one of the coolest awesome. moments of my baseball career. Um, but disappoint, And I'll take away the fact that the baseball world won. Like, they really Shout won. To, yeah, it, they won tonight and, and throughout the entire tournament. So, uh special unless you're a part of it i was a part of it in 09 as a player and to come back at 23 as a manager is super special to me but unless you're in this you kind of don't get it and absolutely yeah and i just thought it was just phenomenal baseball phenomenal pageantry the different countries the way their fans rally around them i just thought it was great yeah something unlike anything before no but doubt something unique to you, the, the scripts were sort of switched for you. You know, you're used to sort of being with MLB Network, yeah. interviewing players. Now it sort of has been changed the last couple of weeks. <laughs> What's it like? Do you enjoy it? What are your thoubts on it? I, it was stressful. <laughs> it was no doubt it was stressful. But I, I, saw, I started to relax more and more each game. I know this, you got to have an amazing staff working with you. Because you're bouncing ideas off them constantly. And the Andy Pettits and Michael Youngs and Brian McCanns and Jerry Manuels and Griff and all the guys that Dino, Ebel, that were a part of this helped me immensely. Awesome. And lastly, we, we've seen the viewership numbers continue to grow for the WBC this year compared to the past. But what do you think it's like for the next generation getting to watch these top players get to yeah. compete as they dream of being in that situation themselves one day? Yeah, I know it's hard for the parent clubs to... I don't want to say buy-in. That's not fair. There's a lot of teams out there that do appreciate what's going on here, and I understand the investment, but these guys really want this when they get here, and I, I think sometimes that gets lost. It, I, I don't I don't view it as an exhibition. This is this is pure competition, and it was it was awesome. Well, congratulations on an amazing run, and thank, thank you. you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you.